When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spark Arena game two. They came to see the Breakers win. Instead, they got a masterclass in grit and determination from the Sydney Kings. Yes, it is one apiece. Game three is being played tomorrow in Sydney between the Breakers and the Sydney Kings in the NBL final series. Joining us to talk about it, Liam Santamaria, General Manager of the NBL's Next Star Recruitment Program and Analyst for ESPN Australia and New Zealand. Liam, great to have you back on the program. How did you enjoy your time in New Zealand? Uh, did a beautiful job on the Sky Sport panel with our crew as well. Oh, thanks. Thanks heaps for having me and... Uh... Yeah, I had a great time. I mean, it was an, it was an unbelievable game. It was uh, it was a shame for the home crowd that the Breakers weren't able to get up, but uh, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, Spark Arena was absolutely popping. It was great to connect uh, with some of the Breakers fans uh, who I haven't seen in person over the journey, and um, it was great to work with that crew. You could hear heard Andrew Mulligan's summation yeah. of uh, the game there, and he perfectly encapsulated it. it. Was a remarkable win by the Sydney Kings. Now the home court advantage switches back to the Kings, but does that mean anything in the series? <laughs> well, usually you would think that it does. I mean, uh, we see over over the course of history, uh, you know, home teams usually holding serve in in grand final games and, and certainly in playoff games as well. But between these two teams, it just hasn't been the case this season. That's now five, all five games that the two have faced off against each other this season. They've been won by the road team. Crazy. So, uh, here we are with three games potentially to go, and um, who knows what's going to happen. Talk about what's going to happen, Liam. Obviously, our guard, Will McDowell-White, took them apart in game one, but struggled in game two. Uh, do you think Sydney Kings have worked them out, or is it a case of just a quiet night, or he'll be better in game three, you reckon? Uh, look, I hope so, certainly from the breakers' perspective. I, I think he's the key to the series. Paul McDowell-White because um, you know, he's the puppet master for, for New Zealand's uh, offence, really. I mean, you look at a guy like Derek Carden, he hasn't really been able to get into the series because, you know, the defence is kind of staying attached to him. That usually opens things up for Will McDowell-White, and that's why he was able to go off and make things happen in Game 1. But uh, they made life really tough for him. He's got one of the best defensive players in the league, former Defensive Player of the Year, Justin Simon, up and into his stuff uh, throughout every second that he's out there on the floor. And uh, Justin Simon certainly won that battle in, in game two. And, um, you know, Modi Mayor and the coaching staff will be trying to devise some ways to, to give Will McDowell-White a little bit more room to move and see if he can recapture that game one form in game three. Let's talk about another absolute superstar, the reigning MVP, Xavier Cooks, who, of course, this week has signed on with the Washington Wizards in the NBA, I think the 11th Australian to do so. Uh, it's been absolutely incredible. But what will the, the game tomorrow be about for him? He's just signed this deal. Like, it's mega. Yeah. I know. It's a really interesting scenario, isn't it? Because he's smack bang in the middle of a championship series. He's dealing with injury issues. He came into the series with a bad ankle. 
He copped two corkies into the same spot on the inside of his thigh at the end of game one, struggled to run out game two, and now all of a sudden it's public knowledge that he's got this NBA opportunity waiting for him to take up after Mm. the series. So does it take a little bit of an edge off for him? I mean, you would have to think it would because it's a childhood dream and there's, you know, potential riches available for him if he can solidify himself as an NBA player over the next 12 to 18 months. So um, I can't wait to see how he goes about it in, in game three. The word is that he's, you know, he's feeling better. He's going to be out there on the floor. But can he have that kind of MVP impact that he had over the course of the season? Uh, it's going to be fascinating to watch tomorrow night. When you're obviously talking about Xavier Cooks there, isn't it a tremendous, I guess, stamp of approval for the actual league itself yeah. that guys are getting these opportunities from the uh, Australian NBL? Yeah, for sure. Uh, big time. I mean, it's uh, it's a proven pathway, isn't it, the NBL? Uh, if you want to make it into the NBA, if maybe you're a young Aussie like Josh Giddy or Jack White or Jock Landau, Xavier Cooks, if you're an ex-star from around the world like a Rayan Rupert or an Usman Jiang, uh, or you're an import player, uh, and like a Jay Sean Tate or a Tory Craig. I mean, so many guys now over the past five or six years have, have shown the ability to make that jump from the NBL to the NBA. And I think this one is also particularly cool for the Sal's NZ NBL as well, with Xavier Cooks having played there over the course of last offseason. Um, yeah, did some great things with Wellington, was the MVP of the league, and that's on his resume now as he heads to the bright lights of the association. Any other team news to be aware of, Liam? Any other niggles? Well, we're waiting to see the status of Derek Walton Jr. All-NBL all first-team point guard mm. for Sydney. He had that almighty quad cramp at the end of Game 1 that completely seized up the top half of his leg. And um, he only lasted four or five minutes in Game 2. Obviously, they did a great job without him. Other guys stepping up and playing that role. But he's a star and... Uh, there's been no real strong word out of Sydney just yet about whether or not he's good to go for tomorrow night. Right, Liam, you've talked about McDowell White for us Breakers fans. Is he the man that's going to turn this all around for us and take us to the promised land, or is there someone else that uh, we need as well? Abercrombie. <laughs> Abercrombie. We, lo- we love Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a legend. Um, one, of, one of the all-time greats. Uh, he, you know, he could step up and have have a couple of moments for sure. McDowell White's going to need to be good if the Breakers are going to win, but you know there's some other guys as well, Jarrell Brantley and Barry Brown Jr. in particular. Yeah. Um, Brown Jr. was really good in the last quarter in Game 1. He hasn't been great consistently over the course of the rest of the seven quarters of the series so far. So can he shake loose, catch fire like he did in Game 3 against Tasmania? Uh, that would be huge for the Breakers if he can. When you talk about, obviously, these guys getting opportunities to go over the NBA and that, how much do you think the overseas agents and scouts would look at the finals you know, and realise that this is the, the most pressure cooker that these guys are going to be in, in that season to sort of gauge? You talk about your Barry Brown juniors. How much, I mean, your eyes would be on him thinking, right, if he can deliver in this sort of pressure? Yeah, I think, no doubt, it's all part of the, the equation, all part of the information that they gather on these players and um, you can certainly make a big name for yourself if you can do it in that type of, in that type of environment. But, you know, these guys have been closely watched and assessed over the course of, 
of the entire season. So it's, it's probably not a make or break type scenario. I mean, a guy like Rayan Rupert, for example, I mean, he's been really impressive for the breakers over the course of the season. His minutes have maybe dipped a little bit in this series so far as Modi Mayor just sort of tightens the roster and maybe has a little bit of more faith in, in veteran guys like Tom Abercrombie in this pressure cooker situation. But, um, you know, the NBA scouts are fully aware of what Rayan can do and what type of, you know, really impressive, exciting potential that he has. So you're right. You can you can certainly um, enhance your prospects and, and get opportunities by performing well in this type of scenario. But um, they're constantly gathering information and watching these guys all year round. So I, I wouldn't call it make or break necessarily. That's absolutely brilliant, Liam. Great to chat to you once again. You've got us really excited for Game 3 tomorrow. And if the stats and history, anything to go by, this is going to be our game tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Thanks, guys. Great to chat. <laughs> Thank you so much, Thanks, Liam. Mate. Liam Santamaria joining us there out of Australia. Of course, he works for ESPN and the NBL.